Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. And today is going to be a good day. I let go what happened in the past. Yeah. Morning. Day is the day, yeah. Yesterday has nothing to do with yesterday. Good morning, good morning. Hey, Nisha Bisha, hey, Vanessa. And today is gonna, and today is gonna be a good day. And today is gonna be a good day. And today is gonna be a good day. Same old. Hey, Tammy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Morning, hey Tia. Hey, go on and get them bags. <laughs> and today is gonna be a good day. Days that the Lord has made. Yeah. And I rejoice. The day that the Lord. See, I want to come to Japan. <laughs> I want to come preach the gospel in Japan. My God. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. That was My Day by Kenton Jones. If you have never, ever heard that song, uh, man, I rocked that song. I want to come preach in Japan. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm just, um, you you just start your morning off right. Can't. Can you start your morning off right? Can you start yourself off stating and saying without a doubt that this is your day, that this is your day? Yeah, I'm just telling you that this is your day because this is definitely the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We are so grateful to you. We are so grateful to you God for who you are and just for what you do and for all that you are and just for just for a fresh anointing my God oh okay oh I love San. I'm coming to San. I'll come see you in San Diego I love San Diego like I was gonna move to San Diego 
Okay, San Diego. Oh my gosh. I still want to go to Japan. So Father God, I thank you. So <laughs> we'll talk. Father God, just thank you for this day. I thank you for grace. I thank you for mercy. I thank you for love. I just thank you for just everything that you are doing. I thank you for a fresh anointing this morning. Hey, Ricky Irvin. Hey, Ken Sandra Steele. I thank you, Lord God. Just we are so blessed and we count all things possible in you. I thank you for grace, mercy, love. I thank you for every individual who's going to watch this devotional today, that the, that the power of the Holy Spirit is upon them. Father God, I thank you. We're dying to ourselves right now. We're dying to our flesh, Lord God. We're dying to our selfishness, Lord God, that we are coming out of ourselves right now, Lord God, focusing and homing in on you, honing in on you, Lord God, so that we have eyes to see and ears to hear this morning. We are so grateful, Lord God. You are so good. Your mercy endures forever, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for grace and peace and love and justice, Father God, and your mercy that endureth forever, Lord God. And I thank you for Jesus. And I thank you, Father God, for a fresh anointing. For the It is the anointing that destroys the yoke, Lord God. And I just bow myself before you this morning, Father God. Lord God, please forgive me for any sin I've committed against you or anyone else, Lord God. Please forgive me for my selfishness. Please forgive me for my self-centeredness. Please forgive me for any display of pride or haughtiness, Lord God. Search the chambers of my heart, Father, so that I can become more like you, Lord God. Let the Holy Spirit be the greater witness to you through all, all throughout the earth. I thank you, Lord God, that a fresh wind blows on your people today. I thank you, Lord God, that a fresh wind blows on your people today. I thank you that we are anxious for nothing, everything in prayer and supplication. Lord God, making our requests known before you and with thanksgiving, knowing we're going to receive an answer, thanking you in advance, thanking you in advance, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. No more selfless selfishness, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We insert your desires above our own, Lord God, your desires above our own. We thank you for grace, peace, and mercy, and we thank you for your glory. So Father God, I'm asking you now, show us your glory. Let us manifest your glory in our life. I thank you, Lord God, miracles, signs, and wonders are following this ministry. I thank you, Father God, that I am getting out your way. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a steadfast spirit in me. I thank you, Father God, that your joy remains, that your truth remains, that your peace remains, Lord God. And I just thank you, Father God, for your sovereignness, Lord God, for your sovereignness, Lord God. You are so amazing. You are so mighty. You are so strong. Father God, you are so powerful. You are all we need in our present situation. And so we abandon ourselves before you. Now, Jesus, give us your holiness. My God, Holy Spirit, operate in us. Lord God, you said he or she who needs wisdom, let us ask. So we ask you, Father God, for wisdom for this day, wisdom for this day, strength for this day, grace for this day, love for this day, Lord God, daily benefits for this day, Lord God, give us our daily bread, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for a fresh anointing, my God, a fresh anointing. Thank you for burning up the chaff, anything in our lives that does not align with your word. 
Lord. We thank you. 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 We cast down every wicked imagination, every stronghold, everything that exalts itself against God. And we bless you. We praise you. We magnify you and glorify you in Jesus name. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. Well, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. If this is your very, 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 very first time logging on, we welcome you. You're not here by mistake. Uh, the God we serve intentionally brought you here so that we could worship together, so that we could study the word together, so that we could grow in Christ together. He is that intentional with you. And I am grateful that on the second day of this calendar, calendar year 2020, a brand new decade that you chose to worship with each and every one of us. Now do me a favor and get you something to write with. Um, always take notes, never become before God without taking notes, get you something to write with. Um, I don't care if it's a note in your phone because the Holy spirit may prick something in your heart and you don't want to forget it because our natural minds will allow us to forget it. Do me another favor. Go share the devotional, put it on your timeline, invite some people in, um, drop it on your, your, in your friend's inbox. And the reason I'm asking you to do this is because the goal of this ministry is to get the gospel throughout the world. We want it in every city. We want it in every state. We want it in every nation. We want it in every crook and every cranny because we know that God is doing something significant in this ministry. So do us a favor and share and don't be ever be afraid to share the gospel or to invite someone in or to say to someone, you know what? I want you to watch this. I want you to see this. I want you to grow in Christ with me. Your entire circle should be growing in Christ with you. And if you're the only one, that's fine guess what we're going to grow in Christ with you so go ahead drop it start a watch party do whatever you got to do but let's get the gospel absolutely everywhere so that we can blow Jesus up and make Jesus famous yep Paula we're coming after the one we're coming after the one we're interested in if it's just one, we're interested in your salvation, your soul, your peace. And I'm personally interested in you fulfilling your purpose and you coming into the fullness of who God called you to be because the devil has lied to you too long. And it's easy to get in a place where we are, um, just kind of coasting and we know that there is more to us and that God desires to fulfill more in our lives. And so I am personally interested and invested in your development spiritually, personally, um, as an entrepreneur, as a mom, as a husband, as a wife. I'm like, personally, that is something I personally pray over and that I'm invested in. So I'm telling you, I'm invested in you. You're not just here on this devotional. I'm personally invested in you. I'm personally interested in who you are and then another favor if you have yet to subscribe to the YouTube channel go subscribe to the YouTube channel coffee and conversations with Akisha we have over 692 videos available for you um, over so many different things that God has given us and inspired us. And so if you in a funk, there's so much, so many different things on the YouTube channel. So go subscribe to the YouTube channel and invite someone else in. Another thing, 
We are a podcast. We are on Google. We are on Apple. Uh, we are on Spotify. We are on Stitcher. We are absolutely everywhere. You can catch the devotional on every type of podcast. You can catch us on anchor.fm. And so there is so many different ways for us to get the gospel to people. So please, please um, make sure you get connected and help others get connected so we can grow together in grace and grow together in Christ. Um, I think that's all my announcements. Remember, ladies, we'll be back next Tuesday for a Bible study that's online and on campus. I miss y'all so much. Like, I miss y'all so much. I'm always grateful when God gives me time off, but I miss you guys more than you know. I miss you like crazy. So I can't wait, wait till we get back to Bible study. And we grow this Tuesday um, for all of our partners. We'll be sending out our December monthly report, but it's going to be our year in report showing all the amazing things we were able to accomplish in LMJ ministries. Our mission is to serve the poor, to take care of the widows, to visit those and help those in prison, to visit the sick. That is the mission of this ministry. It is the great commission of Jesus Christ. And that is part of the mission of this ministry. And this, this ministry, that this ministry will be involved in this always. And so thank you. Um, we have feed the streets. Um, we, uh, we are in developing single moms and helping single moms. So that is part of what we do in this ministry. If you want to know more about us, log on to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. And those are my announcements for today. So thank you for sharing my uh, announcements today. I just appreciate y'all for all that you do and for divinely connecting to this place. Y'all ready for the word today? I'm definitely ready for the word today. We are talking about spiritual blessings. We are getting into Ephesians 1, but I love how... God set, sets us up. So if you haven't caught the devotional over the last few days, back up and go get what God said to us Monday. Don't wait on just the New Year's one. Go get what God said to us Monday. Go get what God said to us Tuesday so that you understand where we are Wednesday. And it kind of started like we, this week. We are beginning to understand the spiritual blessings and spiritual blessings indicate our material blessings here on earth, there's nothing wrong with material blessings, but we've got to be more concerned with the spiritual blessings than we are the material blessings. And we've got to be concerned or understand our identity in Christ Jesus, what our righteousness means, what God's grace means to us and how sufficient his grace is, even when it looks like it's not working and understanding the power of the Holy Spirit to be in our ear to teach us all things, to be the comforter, to be the advocator, to be the truth, to be the mentor, to be absolutely everything that we need. So we've got to understand the three parts and how it works in us. Jesus redeemed us. God loved us. Jesus redeemed us. And the Holy Spirit coaches us. And that's just a good way to look at it. God loves us. Jesus redeemed us. And the Holy Spirit coaches us. And so we got to begin to be firm in our identity in Christ so we won't shift and shape into anything else other than what the Father destined us to be. He is a good, good Father. He did not make any junk. He created you on purpose. You are not an accident. Um, and no matter whether you have fallen off the beaten path, we saw that in Peter. God loves you so much. He's always looking to have relationship with you. He's always looking to restore you. He's always looking to embrace you, love you. He's always looking to fill you up with his love so that you can go out and love others. And so that your gifts and talents can make a mark on this earth 
for his glory alone. You were created for God, by God. You were created by God, for God, for the glory of God. And that's the thing you got to get resolved in you so that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the word becomes the standard and you won't buy anything. Like you're not just going to buy anything. You're going to be like, you know what? Nope. The word is the standard. And this is what the word says about me. So we're going to be a study in Ephesians one and two. I want to do something first. I want to read Psalms 91 over us this morning, which is protection, which reminds us how God um, cares for us. I'm going to read it in the Amplified. I'm going to give you a scripture to meditate on today um, because God always gives me something else before we get into the meat of things. And then we're going to start in this trek of understanding what the spiritual blessings are and what it means to me. When I read Psalms 91 to you, take it really, 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 really personal. Like take this personal, be, make it personal. Like this is God speaking this to me today. This is God saying to me this today. He who, and I just put my name in Lakeisha, who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall remain stable. That's what I loved about the amplified version. It says shall remain stable and fixed, right? So if I'm dwelling in the secret place, then I'm stable and fixed under the shadow of the almighty whose, whose power no foe can face no foe can withstand i will say of the lord he is my refuge he is my fortress my god on him i lean and rely and in him i confidently trust and even if you're having a hard time confidently trust say this until you believe it say it until you manifest it say it till you understand that you can trust god with every problem with every circumstance that you can trust god in provision that you can trust god to love you say it until you understand until the trust until you're overwhelmed with I can trust God with this it says for then he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence then he will cover you with his pinions and under his wings shall you trust and find refuge his truth and his faithfulness are a shield and a buckler you shall not be afraid of the terror of the, the night nor of the arrow, the evil plots and slanders of the wicked that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction and sudden death that surprise and lay a waste, waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only a spectator shall you be yourself right? You're in yourself and inaccessible in the secret place of the most high. You're going to only look at it. You're going to only see it, right? It's not going to touch you, right? You're only going to, because you're inaccessible because there is no access to you. I love this as you're going to, you're going to only witness the reward of the wicked. That's why you got to stay in the secret place of the most high because you made the Lord your refuge and the most high your dwelling place. There shall no evil befall you, nor any plague or calamity come near your tent. So when evil plagues and calamity start coming near my tent, I'm like, mm -mm, you don't belong here because I dwell in the secret place of the most high for he will give his angels special charge over you to company and defend and preserve you in all your ways of obedience and service because of your obedience and service. The angels are there for you. You don't even have to defend yourself. They shall bear you up on their hands. lest you dash your foot against a stone. 
You shall tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the serpent shall you trample underfoot because he has set his love upon me. Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he knows and understands my name. He has personal knowledge of Lakeisha. He has person. I have personal knowledge of him. I have personal knowledge of my God's mercy, his love, his kindness. I'm trusting in him. I'm relying on him. I know without a doubt that God will not leave me or forsake me. And then it says, I, Lakeisha can call upon him and God will answer. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. What long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? Can I tell you something? If I were you, I would take this. I would write this out and I would put my name in it or I would type it out and I would put my name in it. And I will remind myself daily that nothing can touch me like, and you, and somebody's going to be like, Oh my gosh, you sound like invincible. The word is invincible. And I will remind myself daily. Nothing can touch me. Nothing can harass me. Nothing can bother me. And I would submit myself to God because every time we submit to the word, that's what we're doing. I submit myself to God. And then once I submit myself to God, guess what happens next? I resist the devil and he has to go. And so all of those things that have been plaguing, plaguing my head and all of those things that have been plaguing my mind and all of those things that have been coming from my thought have to submit to the word of God. And then that's what deals with my trust issues. That's what begins to deal with all of the difficult places and the things and how I've been having a hard time. Um, a hard, those things I've been having a hard time with. I need you to know. I was the most broken thing ever. I, I just need you to know that I was the most broken thing ever. I was broken. I was fragmented. Um, I was distraught. I was destitute. I was leaning into my own understanding. Um, I had idols. Um, God was not my first priority. And then the Holy spirit led me to Jesus and he transformed my life. And the funny thing is I was 20. I had accepted Jesus Christ at eight. But I was 27 when I really received Christ as Lord and Savior, when I really began to understand how much he loves me. Like, I, I, I love it. He loves me. I really, really did that. Like, I really wasn't until I was 27, until I got a revelation of who Christ really was and how much he loved me. And so I went and got baptized again. So that was my new birth. 2001 was my new birth and God and I, God and I have been on this journey again and again, just affirming and figuring it out. So I'm telling you this because the same God that I serve, right? Cause my walk was not perfect. My life has not been perfect. The things I've <coughs> participated in and done have not been perfect, but this new life that I walk with now looks real good in Jesus Christ, not in Lakeisha, but in Jesus Christ. And so if he took me and this is what he did for me, he can do the same thing for you. It, it, he can do the exact same thing for you. So no more lies of the enemy telling you that God can't do this for you. No more lies of the enemy telling you God can't use you. No more lies of the enemy telling you that God cannot redeem you. No more lies of the enemy telling you that God cannot restore you. No more lies of the enemy telling you that you are worthless. I am telling you your worth is in Jesus Christ. I am telling you the things that you've been missing, the things that you've been longing for, the things that you've been looking to fulfill you, the things that you've 
been looking to sustain you. Your What you've been looking for is actually in Jesus Christ. And it comes with the grace of God. It's not based on a point system. It's not about how often you've gone to church. It comes to a submitted relationship with God. One that says, God, I need you before I need absolutely anything else. That is what that is, that is what, that's what's going to satisfy you and fulfill you and not leave you lonely, not leave you lonely again. I can sense some of you have been so lonely and I'm telling you the only reason you're feeling lonely at the capacity that you're feeling lonely is because you're not allowing the word of God and God to fill your cup. You didn't understand that God could fill your lonely places up. You thought God was just religion or just church or just something you do. And God is like, no, I'm desiring something so intimate with you. And I want to deal with that loneliness in you and give you a peace and give you a love that only the father was designed to do, right? Let me give you an analogy. Um, for those of you who have never given birth, um, I'm pretty sure you've seen the videos or whatever. The relationship with God is much like that with a mother and her baby when the umbilical cord is attached to the mother and to the baby and the baby is getting all of the nutrients it needs. That's why you need a proper diet. Um, through the mother's umbilical cord, right? And the baby is getting full of everything they need. That is what our relationship with is with God. We are attached to him through spirit. We accept the fact that we are spirit. And if we are in position, right? Um, and we stay, that's why I always tell you, you can't be born prematurely. So you, prematurely, you don't need to move fast. You need to stay on the vine. You need to let God work out everything. And if we stay properly connected, to the vine, then you're going to get all the nutrients you need. You're going to get everything you need so that you can get fully developed and God will give you absolutely everything you need. And for those of you that have been feeling lonely, God is going to fill up your lonely places. <laughs> God is going to fill. I, I feel, I feel your loneliness. I sense your loneliness and God has the capacity to fill up your lonely places. If you will allow him to, if you will not substitute him with drugs, if you will not substitute him with alcohol, if you will not substitute him with sex, if you will not substitute him with pornography, if you will not substitute him with shopping, if you will not try to force and substitute him with family and other people. If you'll say, no, God, I'm going to allow you to give me my daily portion and fill my cup. He will, but it's going to take a submission and a decision by you to grow in grace and to allow God to do this for you. So I need to give you this scripture for today as we're opening up the door to understand more about our spiritual blessings. And I love how God has just kind of set us up in this thing. And I read to you spiritual, the spiritual blessings, but before we, um, divulge ourselves deeply in this, the scripture the Lord gave me today is James one and 17. And I need to read this to you. And today I'm going to read this to you out of, um, out of the Christian standard Bible. And James is a little bit of different. Um, James is kind of, when he attacks the book of James, he's like, if you're going to be a Christian, you need to be a real Christian. Like he, he discusses how we should live our Christianity out in faith. Right. And so before the 17th verse, he's telling us, he said, blessed is the one who endures trials because when he stood the test, 
he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love them. No one going to starting at the 12th verse. No one undergoing a trial should say I'm being tempted by God since God is not tempted by evil and he himself doesn't tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when he is drawn away and enticed by his own evil desire. Then after desire has conceived, listen, it gives birth to sin. And when sin is fully grown, it gives birth to death. And then he says, don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. God has no, no need to tempt you. God has no need to bring sin or um, God always provides a way of escape. God doesn't need to do all that to affirm you or to build you up. That's, that's not God. Um, he, he, he comes back and he says, don't be deceived. Every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of lights. God, who is light, who does not change like shifting shadow. And what I love more than anything here, he's saying, God does not shift. God does not change. God doesn't say one thing one day and then do something different the next day. That's not the God we serve. That's not how God acts with us. That's not. So God is perfect in essence. And as we're talking about these spiritual blessings, what I need you to understand is these are gifts that come from God, that come from above and that are not based on whether or not you're good whether or not you're perfect because God is good <laughs> because God is perfect. And this is what James is saying to one us. One, God is always light. Like God is always light. God is always, God is always light. God is never darkness Two, God is always truth. God is always going to give us the truth. He's always going to speak the truth. He's always going to operate in truth. The promises of God are yes and amen. And if I renew my mind in this truth, then as we are studying and understanding our spiritual blessings, then we're like, no, our, our minds will begin to renew to say, oh my God, I can take this spiritual blessing. I can have this spiritual blessing. I can eat this spiritual blessing and the re and I can live in this spiritual blessing because God brought me this blessing. Right. And it comes as um, a measure of his grace and it's coming as a measure of his grace because God is always like God is always truth. God is never going to lie to me. God is not going to tell me this spiritual blessing is available to me and then I can't have it because I've lived wrong or because I've done wrong. No, this is a spiritual blessing. That is guaranteed. This is guaranteed to me. God is abundant to fulfill his purpose, right? If every good and perfect gift comes from above, God is abundant to fulfill his purpose and his promise. And God also wants to bless me with all of my needs according to his riches and glory. God's going to pour out his favor on me. God is going to give me mercy. God is always good. God is love. And when I say mercy, I'm saying that, guess what? God is going to overlook my injustice. He's not going to say, oh, well, she doesn't get to have this 
because she failed in the fifth grade. And some of us are still holding on to things from like the fifth grade, the sixth grade, stuff we did in the 10th grade, the fact that we had kids outside of wedlock. Some of us are still holding on to those moments and those truths and limiting the spiritual blessings of God from working in our life because we don't know how to receive them just by his grace. God is compassionate. He's going to give clemency. He's long suffering. He's going to show us mercy. And so as we're getting into, okay, well, what are the spiritual gifts and understanding the spiritual gifts? We have to understood that every good and perfect gift that we're getting ready to walk in and every good and perfect gift that is being revealed to us and every good and perfect gift that is being affirmed to us comes from above. It, it comes from above. It comes from above. Above It comes from God. And the point of the spiritual gifts and the point of him being a good, good father is so that we can draw closer to him. Right. And even the experiences in our past, God is shaping those experiences so that we become in the image of our father. Romans reminds us all the time, eight and 26, all things, not some things, not part of the things, not a little bit of the things, absolutely everything you are working that you've been through is somehow all a piece of the puzzle and going to work out for your good. So this morning, as we renew our mind in James 1 17, we come away with the knowledge. If every good and perfect gift comes from above. And if we back that scripture up and say, God is not giving us evil and temptation and dooming us and uh, mad at us and looking to punish us. That is not the father. If we can get outside that mindset, then we're able to receive and understand his spiritual blessings for us and determine, guess what? This isn't just for Lakeisha. This isn't just for my granny because she served the Lord all her life. This spiritual blessing is available for me. This spiritual blessing is for me. This spiritual blessing comes from God because this is how much he loves me. And this is a father who loves me unconditionally, no matter what. And no good thing is he going to withhold from me. He's not going to withhold something good for me just to prove to me um, that he can discipline me. Um, does correction come? All of that? Yep. But God is more concerned about our spiritual de development and us understanding these spiritual blessings and what he, what he's saying to us. And I hope you've already been reading, um, Ephesians one, because it's giving us a description of what God's ultimate plan is and what that plan looks like for us. So let's renew our mind today in James 1 17 of God's full of mercy. God's always light. God's always truth. God's always love. God's always good. God's always full of grace, renewing our mind in that. So as he begins to talk to us about the spiritual blessings, we're able to receive them not to be just the truth in the Bible, not to be in the, just the truth for people we think that deserve it. But, oh my God, this is your truth. This is how you feel about me. This is what you're saying about me. This is what you're saying I can have. 
This is what you're saying I can live in. This is how you created me. This is what I'm supposed to be experiencing because I'm a believer and because this is my righteousness, right? This is what it's called for. So there's a blessing that I'm supposed to be walking in. And if I'm not walking in it, it's because I haven't renewed my mind in the thought process. God is light. God is always true. God is always love. God is always grace. God is always full of mercy. And God has good gifts that he's going to bestow upon me because he said this according to his word. He is good. He is faithful. And he has a bright future for me. That's what renewing your mind looks like in the word. That's what the spiritual truth looks like in the word. And that's why Romans 12 and 2 says, no, you've got to renew your mind in the things of Christ so that you can walk into the fullness of what God is saying. And that these blessings, these spiritual blessings will begin (coughs) to make sense to you because these are the blessings that come from above. And these are the blessings that come from God. And God is not trying to deny me of my inheritance. This is not just religion. This is not just church. This is my spiritual inheritance. This was written in my books. This was written before the time. This was before God formed me and conceiving and understanding that. And so when something negative happens or when the enemy comes in like a flood or when something is presenting an alternative, I come back to James 1 and 17 and say, every good and perfect gift comes from above. Every good thing, every, every, every spiritual blessing that we're discovering comes from above. And the reason it does is say it to yourself. God is always light. God is always truth, right? God is always love. God is always good. God is always grace. And God God is always mercy. And if I'm living in this mindset that this is what God is and I am his daughter and he is my daddy, then why would I live in anything less than God's perfect promise for me? Why would I accept anything less than God's perfect promise for me? So then I've got to renew my mind that if something is coming to me and it is not light and it's not truth and it's not love and it's not good and it's not grace and it's not mercy, then that is not coming from my father. And that's not his very best for me. And so God is shaping me and molding me so that I can walk into the fullness. Ephesians 1 and 11 says in him, we have all, we have also received an inheritance because we were predestined according to the plan of the one who works out everything in agreement with the purpose of his will. You were already predestined. And some of you are like, I was born into the worst situation ever. And I'm telling you, God is going to get the glory out of your worst situation ever, because that is the kind of God we serve. No situation, no circumstance, nothing is bigger than him. Can I get you to chew on that truth today? Can I get you to understand? Oh my God, if something's coming to me and it's not good and it's not perfect and it's not truth and it's not light and it's not love, then that is not from my father. 
nor is that my father's desire and will, because sometimes we'll stay in punishment. We'll stay in judgment. My God, thank you. Holy spirit. We'll stay in torment. We'll stay in disgruntled situations. We'll stay in situations that are not peaceful. We'll stay in anxiety. We'll stay in depression. We'll stay consumed. We'll stay overwhelmed. We'll stay in those things because we think God desires to stay in those things. And God is like, I'm not about to give you evil. I'm not about to give you something that does not line up with my word. What I'm about to give you today is good gifts that come from above. God is going to fulfill his kingdom purpose for you to rule the world under him. And God wants you to know and understand that lately that every good and perfect gift comes from above. So every spiritual blessing that we're getting ready to study, guess what? It comes from above. I love preceptors. I love when God prepares my heart and mind to receive what's going to happen next. He's been prepping us. He's been scratching it up. He's been giving us the spiritual truths that we need so that our mind is renewed and we're able to receive. See, the mind is tricky. If the heart isn't prepared, if the heart, if the soil isn't being toiled, then it'll be difficult for you to understand that this spiritual blessing belongs to me and I'm not going to settle for absolutely anything else. This is what my God intended for me. This is what my father intended for me. And I'm not getting ready to live in too many of us have lived in a less than state or a subpar state or with just enough or without enough meaning for too long. And that is not God's will and desire for us. I hope that helps you today. I hope you meditate on that today. I hope you digest the love of our father and who he is and what a good, good God he is and why and what he says about you. And you cast out every lie that the enemy has ever told you, whether he told you through a parent, whether he told you through a friend, whether he told you through an ex-boyfriend, anything that has devalued you, taken away your worthiness, lied to you. I'm believing God today that you understand All of this junk did not come from my God. It didn't come from my God. This was junk because God is always light. God is always truth. God is always love. God is always good. God is always grace. And God's mercy endures forever. It is for generations that this is the truth you receive today. And you renew it in your mind so that you can come Yeah, that's good, Salome. I think we, a lot of us need that. A lot of us need the relearning of his love. A lot of us need the relearning of what he says and how he really, really felt about us because a lot of us were taught God's judgment, God's punishment, um, and so much saturated in sin that we didn't really learn his love and how to be um, established in his love so that the word could become active and alive in us 
and our value could come to the word from the word because people shift on us all the time. People walk away from us all the time. God does not want our value to be established in anything external that could leave us a job, a degree, all of this stuff can go away. All of those things fade away. And he's trying to rebuild us so that we can learn really the value of his love. I'm telling you, if you knew the value of his love, it's stuff that you've been dealing with, accepting things that you've believed about yourself that you would no longer believe with because you're like, this is not God's very best for me. This is not God's very best for me. This is not what God has said about me. This is not the extent of what God has for me. I'm only living in a small portion of what God said about me. And because other things have me snagged up, I'm not able to turn and see the rest of what God has for me. And it takes me renewing my mind and what the word says about me so that those spiritual truths get planted in my heart and all the weeds and the other junk can get plucked up and I can receive the fullness of what God, because that's part of the maturation process. That's part of the grow up process, understanding his love so that I can give that love so that I can love myself. And then in turn, I can give that love to others through my gifts and my talents. Did that help you today? I hope that helped you today. I hope you were writing those things down, reminding myself every good and perfect gift comes from above. God is always light. I'm going to say it again. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God is always truth. God is always love. God is always good. God is always grace. And God's mercy endureth forever. Take those points with you. Remind yourself that, right? Nothing can separate me. I made that post. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. Make that become your truth today. Meditate in this today. Put that sound in your ear so that you don't operate in low, a lower esteem than the way God esteems you. I love y'all. <laughs> I love you so, so much. You just don't know how much this girl loves you. Like, I can't wait to the day that all of us from every nation, every city and every state, that we are all in the same stadium and I'm able to be there and see all of you and share God's word with you and that I that you could just feel the love of God through me. I can't wait till we're all in one place and I'm able to share God's love with you and I'm able to be connected to you and I'm able to lay hands on as many of you guys as I can. That's why I always tell you, if you're in the state, come connect to the Bible study. Do not stay at home. And I'm talking about we have people on this devotional every race. Um, ethnicity, um, social classes. This devotional is like multi. This is not a woman's devotional. This is just not a black person's devotional. This is God's devotional. And I cannot wait until we are all under one roof, praising, worshiping God and sharing in his love together. I can't wait to those moments to begin to happen because I'm ready to share that with you. I'm ready to connect to you at that level and that capacity. I'm just ready to be all of us under one roof, worshiping the name of God, being built up in spiritual truth so we can walk in the fullness of 
who God called us to be. I love y'all so much. But more than anything, my God loves you. The God that I serve loves you so much. And if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, guess what? Can I introduce you to my Jesus? Can I introduce you to my Jesus? God loves you so much that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish and have everlasting life. And if you will just take a step today and make a decision to make Jesus Lord and Savior in your life, I promise you, your burdens will change and go away. Your worthiness will come in. God will provide for you. Grace and mercy will be extended to you because God loves you this much. And if you make that decision today, I would love to receive. I would love to connect to you. Um, I would love to connect to you. So I'll see you back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Go be loved today. Go connect to someone else today. Eat on these spiritual truths. If you haven't seen the devotion over the last couple of days, go back and watch the devotion over the last couple of days so you can connect the dots. I love what God is doing for us and through us. See you in the morning. Love, peace, and many blessings. May the blessing of the Lord be upon you today. In Jesus' name, amen. May he bless every word that comes out your mouth. So only speak good things out your mouth today. May the Lord bless every word. Every word be charged up and the angels go do what you need them to do. May he bless every... Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.